following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, entertainment. What's up, everybody? We've got a fantastic show for you today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. Having a good time today, I hope, I hope. What do you think of this scarf I'm wearing? I think it's too faggy, right? I think you look very debonair. No, it's very faggy looking. This scarf I bought in 1975 in Main Street, Flushing, Queens, where Fran Dresch is from, at a store called Chess King. Somehow, it got into my memorabilia box, and I just found it. So this scarf is as old... Well, I can't say who it's as old as, because she'll kill me. <laughs> but anyway, this scarf... I was 35 years old when I bought this scarf. Now I'm 1,200. How many years old is this scarf? 45? 40, like 40, 40 years something old is like this scarf. That. Which goes to show you, if something is really designed well, it doesn't go Actually, out the of Terrence style. Actually, the says they love it. I think it's very Cary Grant. Yes, oh, oh, you know, hey, hey, I'm Cary, Cary Grant, you know. <laughs> I always wanted to be Cary Grant, but I wound up being Jane Russell. How that happened, I'll never know. But I really, <laughs> no, I did. I Actually, as a little boy, eight or nine or ten years old, I used to go see all the war movies because the war was over, and now they did these victory flicks, you know, where they kill the Japanese and the Germans. And Betty Grable was a singer and a dancer at the time, and Betty Grable made all those musicals. And I said, when I grow up, I want to be Betty Grable, and I want to stand on top of a Jeep and sing songs to all of the army. <laughs> well, I never got to be Betty Grable, but I did sing to the troops in Palm Springs with the real Jane Russell. She sang for the troops. So I guess that's kind of like almost it, right? There you go. We'll go back to that. What's up, Mr. Chad Murphy, the man behind the boards? Jimbo Ronnie, how you doing, Hello? fellas? Hello. Oh, my God, we died again. Oops, sorry, I forgot to unmute my mic. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Play yourself later. It's not that important. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Drink your orange cup or something. I'm so glad you're there, though. I was about to freak out. Are you getting worried? Hmm. Nope, all here. What's going on, listeners? You know, he might have been making out with Dean, and they couldn't get to the studio quick enough. (laughs) Stop it. Making out with Dean, I'd kill myself. Nice scarf. Thank you. Does it look kind of nice? No, we just need a windstorm or a sandstorm or something. No, no, it's very, very, like... You know, put it over your mouth real quick. Everybody, in the, chat, everybody, in, everybody in the chat room <laughs> likes it. So and they say we sound good this week, too. So what's up, chat room, everybody? First of all, if you're tuning in now, you can uh, go to W4CY.com and hit, hit go and join the chat room and you can chat with all of us. You can hit the ITV button and see Ron and I 
waving at you. Um, we want to give some shout outs to the chat room. We got guest Daddy Muir, Cindy from Lady Lake Music, Jimmy McCrary, which, by the way, for anybody looking for great entertainment news, you want to go to Over the Moon. Uh, I messed that one up. <laughs> Overthemoonnews.blogspot.com, where I just found out today that they're making Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the ace story, 19 years later. I can't wait. I love Harry Potter. It's probably going to bomb. They always do that. They have a classic, wonderful piece, and then they want to make money again, and they make a piece of crap. Anyway, uh, but you wouldn't have known if I didn't read Overthemoons.blogspot.com. Well, that's true. So there you that's go. A great co- it's a great place to read. Uh, I want to show everybody. Oh, hold on, wait, wait. wait! I'm not done with the chat room. Oh, I'm saying hello to people real quick. Oh, oh. What's up? So pa- we also pa- got Don guest Monsieur. Franklin. I don't know who that is. We've got Irish Ginger from the Ginger Irish Ginger Show, and uh, that's on W4CY on Fridays, I think, at four o'clock. And and now you can go back and say anything you want. How's that? What's up, chat room? Thanks for tuning I in. I want to show everybody my thousands and thousands and thousands of dollar smile. Wait, I gotta lift my lips because I have no smile. Wow. See my teeth, aren't they gorgeous? They insert, they screw it in, they did a number. I have my mouth is like the George Washington Bridge. It's got suspension, it's got rods, it's got everything stuck with these goddamn teeth. But I'm talking funny because there's a piece of of uh, whatever retainer bar they have temporarily across the inner portion to hold the But you're uh, not talking funny. To hold yeah, well it's saliva. That's why I'll be sucking <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm dreaming of Jimmy's nipples. You know, I just, <laughs> you know, it's that just, was terrible. that was a low, I had to do it. I had to say it because I needed a comeback. All my fans said, what was wrong with Ron all these weeks? He wasn't his crazy self. That's because I had this friggin' mouth that was killing me. They were putting screwdrivers. One guy put a dynamite in a hole and blew off half of my jaw. No, but so it's true. Dentistry today is wonderful, but I asked the son of a bitch to knock me out. They did knock me out when they put the screws in because they screw into your gum and that's no friggin' joy. And they gave me the Michael Jackson juice. You're saying too much information. <laughs> no, no, but it's true. So I was out cold. I was out cold for that. But darlings, you wake up. And when you wake up, the pain is there. It doesn't go away. And the pain is excruciating. It's like, forget it. Anyway, you're right. We shouldn't discuss it. It's so ne- negative and nasty. But look. <laughs> But you look beautiful. I have a smile now. You know, for so many weeks, I was running around with that broken tooth in the front. I look like Happy Halloween. And I, you know, I had to turn down a couple of very good interviews that I wanted to do with some pretty important people because I couldn't be filmed with two teeth missing and a cracked tooth in the middle. That's what had happened when they uh, started working on you. There you go. Anyway, I'm perfect. Now. What's up? We also want to give a shout out. Ken Pettigrew's in the chat room. Morley Schulman <laughs> was in the chat room. I don't know if he still is. Hello, Morley. Morley, how you doing? Stefan is in the chat room. Lots of people in the chat room. We're going to have a fun show today. We've got a bunch of cool new music we're going to play. We've got Devin Sawa coming on. You guys know him from a zillion movies and uh, should be a lot of fun with him. And uh, Jimmy McCurry says you're sounding like you're doing much better. And everybody's happy about that. Yeah, well, you know, the, the dentistry crap is over now. I don't have to ever do this top thing again because, you know, what can you do? Half of my teeth are fake now. So, <laughs> so the good ones, the good ones we can drill and fix, but the fake ones you never ever have to uh, touch, and it's wonderful. You know, well, everybody's filling. happy that you're doing better, yeah. and we want to thank everybody too. Um, our last week's show had almost like a million and a half plays, even though we had technical difficulties. We had a good time. We had technical a great time. difficulties. We had a great time oh. with Marshall Bell and Jack <laughs> Technical. Uh, they, you call those technical difficulties? Yeah, that's what you call I them. I call them downright fucking shit mistakes. Wow. 
horrible crap that happened on our show. That's okay. I never had, when I had my show in California on Time oh, Warner God, Classic, on Time Warner Network, I was with Time Warner Cable. We never had those problems because we had cameramen and we had sound men. And of course, I had my camera girl, uh, Stephanie Pote. Pote. I, I always get her, sometimes I say Poontang. No, it's Stephanie Pote. <laughs> who is one of the best camera women in the country, and she's with, you can look her up if you need a camera person, she's with women in film. She's brilliant. Uh, what she can do with a camera, nobody else can. Well, we're hoping we're not going to have any problems today, but you never know. It is live, you guys. We are right. live, so if and, there's a problem, and when there's we, a problem. If, And when and if we ever do get to California, which we're hoping for, uh, Stephanie will be my camera, our camera person. So you're going to see some really beautiful camera work. Really, I mean, smooth and clean. We look good today, though. She, she's good because you know what? If I'm saying something really interesting or important, she comes in for that close up. And then when you're saying something soft, she kind of goes away and then comes in for a two shot. So Stephanie makes the camera act for you. You don't even have to act. The she makes brilliant woman, Stephanie Pote. P-O-T, how do you spell her name? P-O-T-E-E, I think. Yeah, I love her. I didn't have to spell her name. Well, her name, used to be, her name used to be different, you know. That's all right. So, Chad, how was your weekend? No, no, she was married. Okay, well. And I know her by her old last okay. name. No, it's not. That's her maiden name. Okay, well, that's the one anybody would find her. That's how they would I find know, her. I know. They'll so. find her now. But I'm with Stephanie 10, 11 years, and she was married then, and her name was, I'm not going to give it, but it was an entirely different name. Okay. Meanwhile, she's a dancer. She's a, 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 a what do you call them, um, competitive dancer. She does ballroom, all, dancer. ballroom dancer, and is she fabulous? You have to watch out when you say dancer. <laughs> well, ballroom dancer, and she's fabulous. I mean, she's just, and she's beautiful, and she's sweet, and I love it to pieces. Okay, so let's go back to Chad. Chad, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, we rocked a few venues and did a little bit of partying here and there, and I was just thinking to myself, where's y'all's dog? We put the, we put the we actual a, yeah. block up so he can't come uh, down here because yeah. he, like, so big he tears everything apart. No, no. The truth of the matter is he got more fan mail than Jimmy did. <laughs> Jimmy said the dog has to go. Right on. You got to bring what, him back. I think he was part of the star of the show. So I think he was part of the star of the show also, but Jimmy can't deal with he'll, the competition. He'll come back once in a while. I didn't mind it when I was sitting on the other side, but now that Ron's got me on this side, that means the dog comes to me first instead of him. Do you right? know why I changed places? Because I'm a fair performer. I'm, mm -hmm. not, I'm not a mean Joan Crawford type performer. Mm-hmm. When Jimmy was on my side and I was where Jimmy is, and when Deirdre came on the show, I had center stage. Center stage belongs to the star. It doesn't belong to the co-stars. So I said to Jimmy, you've got to move over because next week Deirdre's coming on. And when Deirdre comes, you're in the middle where it should be. I should not be in the middle because it's not my show. Wow. I Don't you think it. it was wonderful of me? Aren't I terrific? Don't you just yeah. adore me? Some <laughs> Don't Don't good thing this is recorded. A moment in time. Don't you wish you could hang around with me and hang on my every word? Hmm. That's the only time ever anyone will ever hear that he's not the star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to all those other shows? <laughs> you know what? There are like 500 shows. Right. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It is called the Jimmy Star Show mm -hmm. with Ron, Ron Russell. Russell. Right. It's like saying it's you know Jimmy Star eating food with his dog, or Jimmy Star is <laughs> oh, on an airplane that. and Ron's on the wing because wow. he couldn't afford the ticket. Hold on, Ron. It's kind of like okay, I don't mind being um, co-host. I've never co-hosted in my life. I've always had my own shows. My Have a Heart show was mine, and it was always starring Ron Russell. And of course, Set the Record Straight was starring Ron Russell. So it's okay. I don't need to be a star anymore. I've been a star long enough. He's, he's finally realized it. Well, good. Yeah. I could be a second-rate 
class star. Let let Jimmy have the moment. Why don't you both you both share the stardom? No, with Jimmy, okay. there's no sharing stardom. Jimmy has no? an ego bigger than his dick. Trust oh. me. I wish his dick was as big as his ego. <laughs> okay. I'd be smiling a lot more. That's but, not well, nice. it's true, honey. You have an ego like 14 inches long and oh, well. 17 inches round. I mean, you have an ego, my dear. That doesn't. He's got ego. I can't. I mean, it. just to be a fact, he named himself Star. I mean, I would never name myself. And then my name is Star now because we got married. I'm Ron Russell Star. So I don't use the star. I just use, you know, legal. That's just because I couldn't trademark my real name, though. I know, but you could have taken don't Stevens. Forget I started out, but don't forget I started out as, no, it doesn't, because I started out as a clothing designer, and it needed to be something that looked on, well, good on a your name. Well, your name was Stuart. You could have made it Stuart No, Wits. I couldn't. Or Stuartberg. No, uh, listen to that. You no, could have been Stuartberg. Anyway. If you're a designer. You're in the Shemata Jimmy business. Star you could was have a good, been Stuartberg. Good, good name. It looked good on T-shirts with logos. So now stuff. I'm Ron Russell Star. I mean, that's a little embarrassing sometimes. Oh, listen to him. He loves every second No, I don't it. love it. But you know what? It's good, because my real initials that I was born with are RRS. My real name is Rolando Rocco Cesarigo. How'd you like that one? Wow. So, yeah, that's it. That's why I'm Ron Russell. <laughs> Hello, casting directors. They see that name. They say, what is it, a language? Is it a book or what? Is it a name? So here's so, what I want to do real quick, Chad, just so people get an idea who our guest is, because I don't mm-hmm. want to play a bunch of videos when he's on. Mm-hmm. I thought we could play the video for uh, Final Destination. Everybody will kind of know who he is if they don't know who he is. I don't know anybody who doesn't know who he is, um, but but uh, he's super awesome, and this is like the first in the Final Destination movie, so this is when the show was really, really good, and he was basically the star of the first Final Destination. He's the star of lots of stuff. We're going to have a great time with him today, but I thought we'd play the trailer for everybody. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Uh, so wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. In the second half of the show, folks, we don't have a guest. So we're going to critique all the movies we saw in the last week and a half. There you go. So this is it, everybody. This is Devin Sawa in, in Final Destination. I got this feeling. It's a weird feeling. The cabin starts to shake, right? And, and the, the left side blows up, and then the whole plane just explodes. It's a joke! It's a joke! We get thrown off the plane all because Brownie has a bad dream? I saw it. The plane! It's gonna blow up! It's gonna blow up! All 287 passengers are feared dead. Because of you, I'm still alive. There are no accidents. No coincidences. And no escapes. Did it happen again? Did you see Todd die? What if it was our time? What if we were not meant to get on that plane? What if there is a design that it's not finished? By walking off the plane, you're cheating death. You have to figure out when it's coming back at you. What do you got now? He knows which one of us is next. You have a responsibility to tell me. I knew I should have hit on Tammy in the pool that time. Don't let it happen, okay? Nobody has control over life and death. Unless they are taking lives. And causing death. Okay. 
Can you promise me that no one else is going to die? Good movie. There you got it. That's the... I'll see you soon. It's, it's still on, going on and on and on. And now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star, the star of Final Destination. Sitting there, you guys can all see him on your ITV. Hello, hello, and welcome to Evan Sawa to the Jimmy what, Star Show. What's going on, guys? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we hear you. Awesome. I've never, I, introduce me so I could talk to so, you. So, yeah, please. before we get started, oh. let me introduce you to everybody. This is my cool, outrageous co-host, every, Mr. Ron every, Russell. Every fucking week has got to do that introduction like nobody knows me. I get crazy from it. Listen, <laughs> hey, Ron, I... Hey, Ron, that, how are you? I'm good. Good. I cut you the chase. That movie looks good. Where can I see it? Netflix? Somebody plays? I don't think it's on Netflix right now. I'm sure it's on iTunes. Uh, it, it plays on HBO all the time. Um, oh, I that, I mean, that movie came out in, in the early 2000s. Um, so Tony's a friend of ours. Tony's yeah, he's a great guy. I, I just saw him at the Final Destination 5 premiere. So you, yeah, you, he's you, in all of them. So you starred in that movie. That's a big lead. That's a great <laughs> Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, listen, I have a complaint Hold to on, make. Hold on, wait, wait. wait. We've got to introduce him. To whom? Hi, we got to introduce him to the man behind the boards, Mr. Oh, Chad here we Murphy. Go with the you can't see me, but welcome to the show. And then we've got a chat room full of people. Uh, lots of fans. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. There you go. Now go ahead, Ron. Now, complaint time. Here no, we go. I have a complaint to make. All right, to do it. Jimmy has got to stop bringing you gorgeous men on this show because I'm starting to feel like an ugly old fuck. Mm. I need to have some old bags on this show. I want wrinkled, old, <laughs> horrible, one-eyed, pus coming out of their ear people. So oh, man, I you're making me blush. When I flesh. listen to me, the last three shows, one was handsomer than the other and younger than the other. I felt like father time. <laughs> I mean, enough already. Now, where did you get your face from? What, you're French, right? No, I'm Polish. I thought you would be like Devon something or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my, my, uh, my dad came over from Poland to Canada when he was uh, five or six years old, commuted there with his mother and father. So uh, I, my mom's a bunch of stuff from Canada. She goes back generation and generation in Canada. So she's a lot of things. But I'm Canadian, uh, 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 Polish-Canadian. Yeah. Well, you know that uh, what's his name who's, who just won the election yesterday, Bernie Sanders, he's mm. Polish. He don't, he? Look, he don't look like you. <laughs> well, give me 40 years I could I could Bernie Sanders could look like me you never know I haven't seen young pictures of him I don't think he ever looked like you to be truthful <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Bernie Sanders could have been a, could, have, could have been a nice looking man back in his day well I heard that he did nude pictures <laughs> with Obama uh, proof proof uh, send pics it didn't happen it's Obama and he years ago they did some porn in Burbank oh, but, Obama and Bernie did Obama, that's Bernie. amazing they did like you know happy marriage porno. They were promoting presidential spread. Well, they yeah, <laughs> they were trying to promote gay marriage back in the 1950s. Didn't work. But anyway, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Now, see what happens when you get. I, I have something to say though, because first of all, it's like it's really cool that you stay. You kept your looks because like you were like a teen heartthrob when you were actually even like before you were a teen, you were like a heartthrob. Uh, you've made it all the way through with a successful career. You still have your looks. You still have, you know, you're not like in some kind of mental institution or something. So yeah. like you handled child stardom well. That's because you did drugs, right? Well, truth, truthfully is I took, a, I took a, a break at the age of 25 just because um, I'd been working since the age of 11. And right to 25, uh, picture after picture, I was very fortunate. 
And uh, I was burnt out at 25 and doing movies that I didn't really want to be doing anymore. That was doing, you know, Final Destination, uh, you know, it, it, it opened the door to a lot of these horror films. And um, I did some ones that I wasn't so happy with. And, and I, I, I just stepped out of the limelight for a little bit and, and uh, uh, took a break for five years. Got into uh, some real estate and then came back. And now I'm back. Sometimes you have to step back two steps to go three forward. You know, the thing is, I, when I stepped back for those five years and I came back, I realized that I really loved this. I realized this is really what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? No business like it. Absolutely. There's no business. No How's it though being like, like a child star? Because first of all, I, I went on YouTube, right, just to Google you to see if I could find any trailers. Like I got the Final Destination trailer. I went on there and there has to be like thousands of like fan videos of people who all they do is post pictures of you to music you know right. and there's so many of them that it's hard to find like your movie videos because there's so many like fan videos and 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 how was that like growing up being like you know like such a heartthrob because it wasn't like you were the goofy guy you were always like the love interest heartthrob yeah. with christina ricci i mean you were doing like as, all the cool as stuff. a young guy it had to be difficult because i know a lot of the old stars like mickey rooney people i knew mickey many years ago and I asked Mickey about that. Mickey said, I, I always had a heart on, he said. And I, <laughs> and I was banging every chick that bent over or I could. He <laughs> was amazing. And Eva, a Ava Gardner was his wife. I mean, he, ba sure. he never banged Judy Garland, though. They were just right. friends. But Mickey Rooney definitely screwed everybody at MGM if they gave him a chance. You don't have to chance. tell us all that. No, just no, tell no, us no, how it was. Am, am I trying to compete with Mickey Rooney right now? No, but what I'm saying. You, no, you want the stories? You want the you want the deep stuff of my childhood? And, and no, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, handsome like you, young, the poontang had to be thrown at you constantly. So therefore, you can get a little egotistical. You can yeah. think Don Juan, and that leads to let's get loaded and have sex, which leads to let's do drugs, and then it leads to let's commit suicide. Sure. And thankfully, you didn't do any of those things. No, no. You know what the thing is? As far as those videos goes, it's, it's very flattering. Um, being a child actor, I, I wouldn't have traded for the world. I luckily had two very supportive, strong parents that uh, would have kicked my ass had I started uh, doing stupid shit. Um, and, and you know, I did, I did some crazy stuff in my early twenties and whatnot. I had some fun. I went to some clubs. I, uh, you know, I've, I've been to the Playboy Mansion a few times, whatever, but, uh, nothing too crazy. And, um, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't trade my, I, as a child actor, I got to, I got to travel. I got to meet amazing people or work with amazing people. Um, so, you know, it was, it was, I was very fortunate. I think that I, I had a very fortunate, fortunately I had a very good time with it. I, I wasn't, I wasn't doing parties at the age of 15. I was, you know, I would do my movie in America and when we were done, my mother and I would fly back and my father and, and everything in, in Canada and I'd just go back to normal school, normal public school and uh, just be a normal guy. Were your parents so, European? Well, then uh, my, my, yeah, my, my grandparents were, were very Polish European and, uh, Dad, what's my dad? My dad was, you know, he was born in Canada. He was born in Canada. No, no, he was born in Poland. That's why you are straight. Because, see, I'm not straight. I'm gay. But my <laughs> right. fa my father made a mistake. I have an Italian father who, right. who told me I would rather see you dead in the grave than two things. And I said, what are the two things, Papa? He said, one is a drug addict and the other is a fag. <laughs> so I didn't know what to say to him about the other. So I never <laughs> drugs. <laughs> but you stayed stay clean of the drugs? Well, he got one of two, right? Well, go. look what I got. I got Jimmy Starr. He and I are married three years. We're the first gay uh, uh, TV host and radio host in the network. Congratulations. The you know, we're, awesome. we're, we're, we're a unique uh, set. We're the Who's only ones that haven't killed yet. 
What's it like going to work with your spouse every day? You don't, you guys don't, they don't, uh, you're on each other's throats all day long. You know, I live separate lives at home. Okay. I have my thing that I do and I'm busy with my, I have a TV show also. I'm busy with my work and he's, I don't see him. He's in the office from eight o'clock till five o'clock. He'll come out a couple of times. We're lucky the day, we get to work at home. Yeah. To say hello to me. And then I'm on my computer doing my I work. Have an, I have an audio book company and I run the urban and pop divisions of the largest independent record I could label do that in bullshit the world. lady interrupting no, my whole that. thing. Oh, the whole, oh, <laughs> the flow is good. And then at night, five o'clock is cutoff time. I, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy can't cook. You know, Jimmy called asparagus one day, those long green things. And the other day in the kitchen, he's running around, where's my hand? Where's my hand? I said, what's wrong? Where's your hand? He meant the mitt, the glove to open the pot, pot lid. <laughs> so that's Jimmy's experience in the kitchen. So and you're, I, and you're, you being from an Italian family, you must, you must. Of course I cook. I mean, exactly. I cook when I walked. And then, and then if we like, we eat in bed. So we could, and then we watch TV, the crap that's on, the horrible reality shows, all the lying people, you know, the politicians that are lying one worse than the right. other. What kind of shows do you like to watch? Do you watch television? I do. I do. Well, you know, I, I, I watch whenever something good's on. Right now I'm watching The People versus Larry, uh, versus O.J. Simpson. Um, I almost said Larry Flint. Uh, people versus uh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> and uh, what else am I watching? I watch a lot of documentaries. Uh, that's all I do. Now tell me something. Are you watching... The Mystery at Oak Island? No, what is that? Oh, my God. you you got to be kidding me. What is it? What is it? It is the number one hit do- a show on in, in the world. Channel. It's on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. It's about these two millionaire brothers who are now on Oak Island off of Halifax, where there is treasure that was buried and the traps that they have to go down to the treasures. Nine people or seven people died so far. And they think it's the, the coven is there. The Ark of the Coven, Ark of the coven was buried there by the uh, whatevers. Anyway, it's the most intriguing, fascinating show ever. I don't week. watch it. Do any problem? So this is, this is history uh, scripted? This is the scripted... Uh- it's unscripted. It's not a story. It's, it's, it's reality. The reality show called The Curse of Oak Island where they're trying to find the it, Ark of the Please, it's, a, it's in reruns now. You've got to watch it. You'll get hooked. I watch it every week religiously. Did you watch uh, Making a Murderer? No, but I want to. Is that good? I want to watch that. It's Everybody, not as good as The Jinx, I think. Have you seen The Jinx? You've seen The Jinx, right? Yes. I think. It's, it's not as good as The Jinx, but it's still good. It still gets you. I started to watch it, but then I watched it for like the first 15 minutes, and I was like, I don't know if this is, looks that good. How many more? Mo- making a murderer. No, making a murderer. Yeah. You got to you gotta get to episode two or three before it really starts to, it, it, you know, things happen. I watch a lot of stuff while I'm doing paperwork and stuff, and so like, yeah. I watch a lot of stuff there. So I'll have to watch that. I want to see that. How, how many movies of yours do you think I've seen? You know, I wouldn't say a lot because uh, they're geared toward a, a, a very younger crowd. Um, <laughs> very, very younger. Now, double fuck you. <laughs> no, I, I, I was, I mean, you haven't seen Final Destinations. I knew that. Actually, he's seen one of the Final Destinations. But not we with had, you. We had Bobby Campos on and he was like in one of them. I don't know which one. Right. And, we and have so like many that, friends so. in these, these destinations. I'm a horror films. movie junkie, so like... Uh, uh, before I met Ron, I had never seen a black and white Turner Classic Movies movie, but I had, I watch every horror movie, whether it's a, a B, C, or D horror movie. I watch all of them. So I've seen everything, and uh, oh, we lost our picture, but I'm sure it'll come back. Oh, wow. Did, Chad. Chad, we I lost our handsome guest. Did we lose him, too, or did we just lose the picture? We just lost him. Okay. Oh, well, good. So, so the 20 bucks I gave you to get rid of him in the middle of the show, you did. <laughs> good boy. There's another 20 if you keep him off the air for the rest of the show. Thank you, boss. 
just just let his voice and we don't need to see his face. Well, while while we're while we're getting hooked back up with with uh, Devin, we want to give a shout out to Goddess. What's up, Goddess? How you doing? Yes. Goddess in the chat room. Are you calling him or is he calling you, Chad? It just says hold on while we try to get him back. Oh, uh, there's two things in the world I hate: ISIS number one and Skype number two. Number two. So here, while we're oh. while we're bringing him back, Chad, maybe we should just hang up and like call him back. Roger. So it doesn't try to bring him back, and uh, we'll see what we can do with that, and we'll figure out how we're going to like edit that later, <laughs> or just let it go. Ron's it's job. It's live TV, so so. Uh, and I was thinking otherwise we could play a music video. I mean, play a uh, play a trailer for one of his films. But that movie trailer we just saw looks very exciting. It's a great movie. Yeah, I, 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 I want to see. Can we watch it tonight? Maybe if we can find it. Yes. You want Chinese food tonight? I'm not cooking. Okay. We can have Chinese food, eat in bed, and watch Final Destination 1, is it? Uh, yes, the first one. Just call it Final Destination because it's the first one. So they don't <clears> call Good. We have one. a date tonight. There we go. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Uh, can you play a video while we're trying to get in touch with him? Yep. I hope he didn't get offended when I said, fuck you. I oh, meant it did. affectionately. <laughs> no, here he, he'll be coming. Yeah, I meant it with, with caring. If I didn't like him, I would never tell him to go fuck himself. I All would right, never. you guys. So so listen, uh, Devin's got a movie. I think it's coming out later this year. It's called Life on the Line. And uh, it looks like a really good movie. It stars John Travolta, Devin, Kate Bosworth, Julie <sighs> Benz, Sharon Stone, and Ty Olson, who's also been on the show. And um, we're going to play the trailer for you while we're trying to get him back on. So hope you enjoy it. And here it is. And Chad, you keep pumping. Right here, sweetheart. Daddy got you something. These lives go out. I just don't want you to go. You know I have to. You be careful now. No shortcuts. Yes, ma'am. Damn it, Bo. What? Look, this one right there. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Do it right the first time. Don't do it at all, Bo. Your Uncle Bo is going to take care of you. I need you to be strong. You men ain't going to be with us no more, right? Hey, Mama. You remember Bailey Ginner? Bo Ginner's niece? Mama, we're going to have a baby. I'm going to be a daddy. You don't even have a job. No, I do have a job, Mama. I told you I'm a lineman. Who hired him? Can't tell you who did, but I can tell you who didn't. Watch your blood pressure, Mr. Ginner. I'm, I'm getting to the bottom of this. You're a lineman? You just get yourself killed. Did you check the poll? I did. It's good. Check it again. Oh, Bo, Bo, I watched him the whole time. He got it right. This contract's over. I never want to see your dumbass face again. It's tracking in fast. It's coming in off the Gulf. Power's already out in parts of Louisiana. Real gentlemen, it's going to get bad. Your father left me with nothing. I take care of no baby. I'm not going to baby! Firefighters can't get to the fire, so we gotta find the breakers and kill the line. And remember, this whole train could still be hot. If you think that a half a million volts ain't something to worry about, you a damn fool. Any little distraction will kill you. So we look after each other. You are your brother's keeper. Lights are out here, damn backup generator shorter because all this rain. You gotta get the power on. popping everywhere. They, the, the county is dark. I don't want to put my men down there in the storm. Lyman, though, that's what we do. Got it! 
cable guy. Can you get me free HBO? Well. Have you ever handled a line that had 500,000 volts in it? I can't say I have. Well, it's a hell of a lot different from cable TV. I can guarantee you that. Coming soon. Hey, everybody. So that's on the line. I mean, that's uh, what's the name of that again? I forgot already. It's called. It's called The Shocker. No, Life on the The Line. It's coming out later this week. It's got John Travolta, Kate uh, Bosworth, Julie Ben, Sharon Stone, and Ty Olson. I got an email from uh, uh, from Devon said, oh. saying he'll be calling back in two seconds, so he must have had some kind of technical problem. Roger uh, that. In the meantime, it's a shocker. In the meantime, that movie looks awesome. We'll talk with him about it when he calls back. And I've got one other trailer for one other film that he's uh, got coming out, and it actually comes out this Friday. And um, but seriously, what's what is his name again? Chad. Are you serious? <laughs> Hi, baby. Chat, <laughs> is there anything else we could use besides Skype? It blows our show every friggin' week. Anything. I mean, it's so primitive, and yet everybody uses it. I mean, Good Morning America uses Skype, and the, they never There was drive. nothing wrong with Skype. Obviously, if there's something wrong with Skype, you wouldn't be here, I wouldn't be here. It's basically a connection problem on his end. Oh, because Good Morning America, you know, they're using, like, they copied us. Now they have the Everybody's screen. I know everybody's doing it. Isn't it sad? What, the Skype it, thing? Yeah, yeah, everybody does it. Now, they, now Lara talks to the screen like I do now. Mm-hmm. I have to call Lara and ask her about it. I'm going to tell her, too, Lara, you're copying my, my scene. We talk to the screen because, you know, I know Lara really well. Lara's a family friend for years and years. Lara Spencer, that is. She's Good my morning, other America. daughter. She's my, Leslie's, my daughter Leslie's dearest and best friend since so, kids. So here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going <clears> to <throat> do one more trailer, and that way when he comes back, we can just talk with him. And if you guys remember that cool movie, SLC Punk, with Matthew Lillard, and uh, Devin was in it when he was, excuse me, young. This is SLC Punk 20 years later. It's, it's called SLC Punk 2, and uh, it comes out Friday, I believe. This Friday uh, probably has a limited theatrical release. Uh, Devin's in it, so let's like uh, play the trailer for everybody to see it, and then hopefully we'll have him back on the line when the trailer's over. How's that, Chad? Rolling. My father was a punk. Everyone knows that story. Hey, let's go the long way around to Salt Lake. Wait. I thought you guys had no rules. I thought you lived life and took risks and fucked systems. Damn, Ross, you are a bizarre individual. I mean, just like Dad, what was his life for other than to die? He accidentally overdosed on Percodin. He thought they were vitamins. Classic. How long has it been since you've seen Trish? Do you hear yourself? She's got a problem. Maybe I'm overthinking this. When Ross's mom gets a call saying... Ross is drinking. He's really drinking. My son doesn't drink. Is there any more beer? What actually happened to my poor boy to make him become so melancholy on such a fine spring day? Now, I know what you're thinking. You think I'm all screwed up because of some girl, but it is so much bigger than that. My son. I met him three years ago down on state. He was hanging out with some, uh, not crusties, but... Uh, skate punks? Not skate punks. Gutter punks? Gutter punks. Like, I had this cousin who was a full-blown Mormon. I'm going to stop being aloof. Let's give that man a ride. And they found him in a motel room. Really hungry, you don't mind, do you? It's just mushrooms. With hookers. You don't buy that kind at the grocery market, man. And your perspective is your perspective, and like, if you had my perspective... Meth hookers. People should sell this stuff. He make a fortune. 
sick, man. I'm worried. I can't imagine at a punk concert. Just try and stay calm. Asshole! Oh, what? I'll come by and pick you up and we'll go look for him, okay? That guy? Not in the suit. It's fine. I'm like his uncle. Fucking uncle, then. Me too. I need to step back now. Run! Bleeding heart, lefty drug addict. You make me? Who makes these people? I will run you through with my blade. Oh, Why am I hearing about this for the first time? Ross fell in love. I heard about this girl too. I'm a terrible mother. I need you to see me. This is who I am. Ross had to fill Bob's shoes his entire life. I'm just not interested. I mean, you're you're not a punk, right? Disneyland and the sea. You and me. Today was off the hook, man. You think it's a good idea to threaten your customers with, you know, actual death? Why do you think they come in here? On the end of the day, I'm still dead. So fuck you. That looks good. Very so everybody, that, that, that's, that's Punk's Day SLC Punk 2 coming out this weekend, and now we are back with Devin Sawa. Hey, Devin. I thought that I'm you were so... offended because I said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. No, I said that with the... No, that was like, I'm from Brooklyn. And when we used to see each other in the street, we say, hey, how the fuck are you? Yeah. Oh, fuck you, I'm good. You know, it was no big deal. I was about to send you flowers and candy. <laughs> With an apology letter saying, I'm sorry I said that. I hope you weren't offended, you big fucking sissy. But <laughs> you, know, you look like a tough guy. You look, hey, in the movie, you just said, oh, I heard you in the movie and said, fuck you. <laughs> the movie we just watched, the trailer, what is it called, the movie? Uh, Punk's the Dead. The movie we just watched. Punk 2. That's a long title. And what is it? SL Punk's Dead, SLC Punk 2. Oh, I can never remember that one. What happened to you? What, I don't know. I don't. It, it's the internet went out first. I don't know. I, I'm up in the hills. We have the worst internet. I, I don't know. It's just. Uh, I apologize. I'll come do dishes at your place for a week. Cause I don't know. I I, I goofed. My bad. That's okay. Cause we're gonna be in LA hopefully by the summer with a studio, and then we'll have you come in and sit with us. I owe you. And I, I, lived, I lived up in the hills. I lived up. I lived above above not Topanga. Uh, what the hell is it where you cut through? Laurel Canyon. I lived up on Laurel Canyon. And if I tell you we never got TV, telephone, I mean, I don't know what it is. It's just that little area. I didn't live too far from Rio Valentino's house. And this is 40, 50 years ago. Right. I rented it, a beautiful little cottage that supposedly uh, uh, Marion Davies rented. That was the uh, Hearst guy's girlfriend. For Fellas, you're breaking up. Yeah. $75 a month. Could you believe that? I wish those days were back. Up on Laurel Canyon, all the way up. It's ridiculous. So let's like, go back. Don't you hear that? He doesn't hear. Five a month. $375 a month. That was back in 1967. Now you probably pay $6,000 a month. Could you imagine? And I thought that no, was I a lot of money. We were trying to figure out how to pay for it. No, we were trying to figure out how to pay for it. Dude, that's the water bill now. A lot of money. 375 is worth no, water. No, that's a tip at the ivy. <laughs> <laughs> tip at the ivy? All right, sir. Can you hear us? Yeah, he's got a delay. 
No, he doesn't. He, he, he can. Yeah. Hey, hey, Chad. I kept it. You're a cool guy. I like you. And that's why I took the confidence. Confidence. Hey, hey. Just say that. Feeling bad about so, you. Now, what happened? What happened with all our sound and everything? Like, why was it good and now it's not so good? We're because all we're fi- shitty equipment. Yeah, we're all fine. Dad? And for some. For Dad, some- yeah, oh, I hate this show. Chad. Yo. Yeah, I'm here. I don't know why it happened to it. So Call here, back okay. or something. Go to I song break. Do, do, so what, do, what do you want me to do, Chad? Song break, do something. You want me to call you back? Real, like, no, real, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. No, you're now. Oh, now I can see. Good. Actually, I don't know what just happened to Let's it. Let's get into some personal stuff. You know, my friend Jim Westlake, who lives in Palm Springs, a gay guy, around my age, he, I read it on my Facebook. When we announced that you were going to be on the show, he did, uh... <laughs> like you fainted. <laughs> so you got all the girls after you, the boys too. You got the gay guys drooling for you. You got the girls drooling for you. That's got to be good. I have, I have women liking me, believe it or not. They don't care I'm gay. They say, oh, I, I don't need a man anymore. I thought, how demeaning is that? What do I look like, a freak? <laughs> you know, we don't need a man anymore, so we go out with a gay guy. So what was, what was, <laughs> was there a question in there someplace? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, just I, was, I was actually waiting for a question, and then it went into a whole other thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The question is, how do you handle the ego that you know when you go into a restaurant, half of the people there want to ball you? I, I don't know if that's <laughs> the case, really. Um <laughs> I, I would like Listen, it to be the case. My, I don't know if that's really the case. My best friend for uh-huh. years was yeah. the legend Jane Russell. Right. Is it, okay? Jane and I were brother and sister. When okay. we go out, I would say to her, we went to a restaurant, I'd whisper in her ear, Jane, do you believe every man in here wants to fuck you? <laughs> and she used to smack me and say, stop that, stop that. I said, but it's true. Every man that's looking at you wants to grab those famous boobs or wants to bang you. How do you handle it? She said, well, I'm not a pervert like you. I don't think of those things. <laughs> How do you handle it? When you walk in a re- especially if you go to a gay restaurant. and although go to a gay restaurant. Probably. I'm sure he's got gay friends. He doesn't look like a square to me. <laughs> don't you have gay I've been, to, I've been to my share of gay restaurants. I just don't, I just don't, uh. Of course he has. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think about it. I don't think of. I don't think of, of I'm being eyed up and checking out your crotch. What do you think they're looking for zippers? Do 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 men at gay restaurants really check out other men's crotches? Does that really happen? I I, I do. Do you? <laughs> really? Well, like you look at boobs, right? If a chick walks in with six inches of cleavage, you're drooling. Well, if a guy so, so, walks with an so eighty, if you see a man in a, in a restaurant and he has a a nice bulge. You, yeah. You'll point that out and say, "Look at that man. He's got a great bulge." We no. won't point it out. I'll just give him my phone number on the way out of the <laughs> restaurant. Oh, man. It's a joke. There's an old joke. A woman is sitting with her husband in a restaurant, and there's a man across from her on a table, and the zipper is open. Mm-hmm. woman doesn't know what to do. How is she going to tell him his zip is open? So she figures I'll write him a note, and she wrote the note. She said, Dear sir, I hope this doesn't embarrass you, but your zipper is open. And P.S., I love you. <laughs> <laughs> So talk about size queens. <laughs> all right, so listen. All right, I'm going to change. First of all, I like to do this thing. And basically, Meanwhile, wait a minute. Polish, kibasa. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. Kibasa, kibasa, kibasa. We're going there. Okay, so I like to do Only this. Only because thing. you look like a nice guy who's fun and you're straight. And you're a good straight guy because you play with gay guys funny-wise. Why not? Why not? 
a lot of straight guys go about doing that fag stuff, you know. Meanwhile, they're in the bathroom on their knees in Blo- on their knees in Bloomingdale's department store. Is, Bloomingdale's seven- is that the department store nowadays? It's Bloomingdale's. <laughs> Bloomingdale. <laughs> I'm learning all sorts of shit on this store. Bloomingdale's bulges and restaurants. Seven, seventh floor Bloomingdale's in New York. It's like 20 latrines in a row. You walk in, there are 20 men standing there, never moving or leaving. You have to pee in the sink if you have to go. So there we go. No more gay stuff. All right, stuff. no more gay stuff. I'm ready to go. Here's right. what we're going to do. All right, first of all, I like to do this thing where I just kind of like, uh, I, it won't be everybody you've ever worked with, but I always like to do this like bragging thing for the guests since they don't do it usually themselves, of like all the cool people you've had an opportunity to work with. And it won't be all of them. It'll be the ones that I that I like a lot uh, that are in the different movies. And some of them have even been on our show. <laughs> and some um, are friends of mine, so stay nice. That's right. So so I'm just going to do this for everybody who's listening. So you guys, Devin's had the opportunity to work with some really great, cool people like Christina Ricci, Demi Moore, Thora Birch, Melanie Griffith, Rita Wilson, Hank Azaria, Bonnie Hunt, Jamie Sheridan, Francis Fisher, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Scott Bearstow, Cloris Leachman, you know her. Francis and Cloris, two friends. Matthew Lillard, Annabeth Gish, Jason Siegel, James Duvall, who's been on the show a bunch of times, Christopher McDonald, who we were at his ranch in uh, New York uh, last summer, um, Vince Vaughn, Monica Potter, Joey Lord and Adam, Seth Green, Jessica Alba, Vivica Fox, Fred Willard, uh, you were standing in the Eminem video, so you got to work with Eminem, which is like dope as hell. Ali, Dre directed it. That's right. Ali Larder, Tony Todd, Sean Williams Scott, Tony Bill Todd, Coleman, three. There we go. Three. Gabrielle Anwar, which I was in an episode of uh, <clears throat> Burn Notice, so I got to meet her. Uh, Sewell, Bridget Wilson, Jason Schwartzman, Jamie King, Laura Prepon, I love her, Judd Nelson, Tom Arnold, Xander Berkeley, who's been on the show a bunch of times, love Shane West, I love, Melinda Clark. Uh, who else we got? Sharon Stone, John Travolta, Kate Sharon Bosworth, Stone Julie Benz, Ty Olson. He's been on the show, and uh, and now you did something also with Sarah Clark because she's in SLC Punk too, and that's mm-hmm. his wife. And Scott Speedman, Sean Hattesey, and Ellen Barkin. And I'm sure there's a zillion more, but like that's enough to get you now, going, just to make sure you look like you're you are a big shit dude. Congratulations with a, with a work cast like that, my friend. Mm. The only thing you're lacking is the fucking Academy Award. You've got to get in a film where you could win an Academy Award. We're working on that. We're really trying on that one. Oh, this way I could say when I watch you on television, oh, I know him. So here, let's talk about the movies that you got. First of all, we, while, while we had our little uh, problem, we played yeah. the trailer for Life on the Line with Jan, John Travolta, Kate Bosworth, Julie Ben, Sharon Stone, Ty Olson, and you. Uh, yeah. Very cool movie. It's about the li- line worker. I don't know. what you, Is that what you call them? Line workers? Yeah, electrical line workers. Sure. They say it's like the top three most dangerous jobs, I think, in the world. And most under underappreciated. Um, and and, and, and the tr- just the trailer, because I haven't seen the movie. The movie's not out yet, but it looks incredibly like, like an incredibly intense job, like to climb yeah. up with all that electric and everything. So tell us a little bit about the film, when you think it might be coming out, and, and how was it working on it? It was amazing working on it. Uh, John Travolta and I went down to um, to Texas for a while and, and, uh, and uh, went to a, a – uh, this place, this real school where they, where they teach uh, line work, where we got to climb poles and, and uh, use some of the tools they use and, and cut lines and fix them and, and whatnot. Um, and just uh, hear some of those guys' stories and, uh, and you get a sense of how underappreciated they are. You know, when your power goes up, the first thing you do is you start complaining and you start, you know, throwing your hands up and how dare they. But uh, these guys are, are out there risking their lives to, to get us uh, just the simple things, you know, just to, you know, to use our toasters and, and ovens and what, whatnot. Um, 
So it was really good. It was really good to to show us. You know, there's there's a whole story to it too. It's like it's a it's a drama, but you know, just show what they do out there and and uh, show that we're appreciative of, of it. Um, and then working with Sharon Stone uh, was one of my career highlights. Um, she plays my uh, mother in the film. Uh, she's uh, an alcoholic uh, living in a trailer with me. And uh, man, she came to set and she was on fire and she brought it. And uh, it, it was just so much fun to watch. Um, and then, of course, Travolta was amazing. Nobody messes with Sharon Stone. That's for sure. It's, she's so talented, man. She 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 stayed in character for the whole time um, on set. She just, she was very by herself. She sat in her chair. She stayed very intense. Um, and then and then we just it was like a clinic, man. I just I just I was a sponge that day. I just watched and and so, um, about the movie with Sharon. Sharon goes into a, a, some other world. Uh, and she's absolutely, I've seen her with not a drop of makeup on, just, you know, oil on her face, cream. God, is she gorgeous. I mean, yeah. she's beautiful. And she's no chicken. She's like my age. And she's just looks, and she doesn't look lifted or shot up. She's just a beauty. As yeah. far as personality goes, she's like me. She's got a dirty mouth and she tells it like it is. And that's why I love Sharon Stone. Getting yeah. back to dirty mouth. The reason I curse on the show is... I cursed in the beginning of the show when I came on years ago, mm-hmm. and then I decided not to say fuck anymore. You got and I, then, I, I just got a message that you need to contain. I know, I know. And people, <laughs> no, but wait a minute. People wrote in saying, "We miss it. We really enjoyed it because you say it in a funny way." So I made them a promise that I would only say ten f's in a show. So I think I used up my ten. Yeah, you used up your ten. Okay, so there won't be any more f's, <laughs> but. We, I have fans that relate to that sort of talk, and they love it because it's real. We're a reality show. I'm talking sure. to you now like you're my buddy. We're at a bar having a beer. I don't do we're – not, we're not an interview show. We're a conversation show. I bring out the naturalness of the guest. Hey, I love it, man. It feels like you're not being fake. No, I brought it out with Lauren Bacall, Tony Curtis, the greatest legends of Hollywood in my TV show that I had in California called Set the Record Straight. I interviewed only the great legends. I asked Jane Russell what size Brazier she was. I talked to Lauren Bacall about Humphrey Bogart and how she had an affair with Sinatra, with you know, all that shit. And they were wrecked by it. But afterwards, they said, you know, Ron, it was the most honest interview I have ever done. So what I do when I talk to you is I bring out your humanity. I make your fans and people know you better than just as a screen personality. Now people that listen to our show, they're going to say, gee, he's a regular guy. He takes a joke. He's cool. He plays back. And they're going to love you better. And that's what I think all actors should do with their fans is show them who they really are, not play the Gloria Swanson, I'm a star, you know, that kind of shit. Where right. a lot of, a cel- I mean, I'm good friends with one I got. I wish I could mention his name and I love him, but he's such a snob. You know who he is. <laughs> Don't mention no, him. No, he's my age. He's tall. Give me a hint at least. <laughs> he's my age. He's tall. He's thin. And he always has a tan. And now he let his hair grow out to white. And he's gorgeous looking for a man of 70, whatever. And you know and who he is. He's got a reality show. And he has a reality <laughs> show. And he used to date Elizabeth Taylor, but that was kind of a make-believe thing. Anyway, it's George Hamilton. Uh, George Hamilton is a fabulous, <laughs> wonderful guy. But, man, he is a star. Uh. And when we when we're in his company at parties and stuff, you best know he's a star. Uh. You don't you don't say hi, Georgie. You know you're lucky if you get away with Mr. Hamilton. How about if you're on? This pisses me off. No, I'm an actor also. I've been on many a set over the fifty years of my career. When you're on a set and they tell the extras, do not talk to the principals. 
or stay away from, you know, George Clooney, which he's not that way. George is very friendly. But do you go for that? If you're on a film and it's your film, you're the, the lead principal, the star. And they, star and, like and they say films. to you, and they say to you, don't talk to the, to the, the extras. If they come over and admire you, you wouldn't do that. No, I would never do that. But I know. But I, but I got to be honest though. There's been a couple of times where I've asked ads to ask an extra or or somebody or crew members not to talk because they're a little you know a little crazy oh, or, or whatever. But oh. I'm I'm I I treat everybody on. I try to treat everybody on on. I mean I'm Canadian. I I you know I'm I'm trying to I try to be nice to be everybody to everybody. That's what we do, eh? Well, I'm from Brooklyn. I, I'm nice to everybody too. You know, people <laughs> that are nice and nice. They come from all over. Sure. But I don't like that snobbery on the set. No. Story, true story. Forgot the actress's name. She was playing with Joan Crawford in a movie, and I forgot the movie, but I'll tell you the story. She walked in in the morning and said, good morning, Joan. Joan went over and said, I want her off the picture. Yeah. And they took her off the picture because she called Joan Crawford Joan. What kind of shit is that? You're a fucking actor. You're working in a factory 50 hours a day, sweating, peeing yourself because you can't get to the bathroom on time. And you're going to be a star and a super duper person. Meanwhile, you had four abortions and you live with 12 guys and you just shot up some heroin. So where do you come off being so fabulous? Mm -hmm. I really don't like some of my fellow actors. That's funny. Because my first, I worked worked with some doozies. I've had my my share of... uh... I'm going to get to Francis. Francis is a dream come true. Love, adore Francis. Brilliant, brilliant actress. Francis Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, I uh, a little while ago. Oh, we still stay in touch on Twitter. Yes, amazing. I love her. She played my daughter Deirdre's part in a play that went cross country. And I was sitting next to Francis while my daughter was on stage. And I kept saying, She's a movie actress. She never did live. Francis, I'm going to kill myself. Where's the exit? I have to sneak out. And then midway through, Francis turned to me and she squeezed my hand. She said, Ron, she's an actor. And I was crying and thrilled because coming from Francis, the other one who I love, love and adore, who's my buddy, I've interviewed her three or four times, crazy Cloris Leachman. Mm. she's out of her mind but she's wonderful now you were a child when you worked with Cloris yeah I I didn't work directly with her they they had uh, she'd worked different days on that film oh you had scenes with her I didn't have any scenes with her. I don't even think I met her. I think she, we were the the the, the uh, young actors because it was it was all of the older actors remembering when they were younger. So the young actors flew in first for a couple months, and then uh, the older actors came in after. Um, but I mean, Demi Moore was there all the time, and because she produced and and. But, so nice. uh, I heard Demi Moore. Demi, Demi Moore could be a little on the nasty not side. Not back then, though, because she. Was no, I heard, I, I know two people that work with her who I won't mention, and they said that she wasn't the easiest to work with. Anyway, you don't have, no, no you don't we have do to, the well, from, from what I remember, she was a doll. From what she she was amazing. From whatever she actually did one of the greatest things of my teenage years. I was a huge Bruce Willis fan at the time, and right. uh, she surprised me with him on the phone one time. And and as a as a fourteen year old boy to be talking to Bruce Willis. Uh, it was one of the highlights of my young, you know, my young career was and to you, talk to him. It was small to, talk, but it was like Bruce Willis was on the phone. You got to make out with Christina Ricci too, in like two films, right? I did, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you can't go, you can't go by what people say because I worked with somebody not long. Well, I didn't work with. I had a big fight with somebody a couple of months ago, uh, a manager of Adam West, Batman. Mm. Flatly refused for me to do an interview with Batman. I just finished doing. Julie Newmar, who's an old buddy, and he said the lighting is not good. I said, look, and I showed him on our camera how beautifully Julie looked. 
And he just insisted and insisted and insisted until it broke out into a fight where I really got at because he threatened me. He said, I was going to give you, who was he going to give me? Two, know, two movie stars. Yeah, the one, what, Shirley, I was going to give you Shirley Jones and somebody else, and now I'm not going to give them to you. Publicly, he just humiliated me like that, so I let him have it. What's the point? I don't know what's the point. I have no idea. I lost the point. Hollywood's a crazy place. It's oh, a crazy oh, wait, place. Wait. So now if you talk to him, he's going to say bad things about me. So it's just a matter of who you talk to. Now, oh, that to- was the point. Now, now Tony uh, Todd, I mean, what's ever. to say about sure. Tony Todd? But what's better than Tony Todd is, have you ever met his sister, the no. body? She's got like 35 kids. Monique Dupree. Monique She's Dupree. a horror movie actress. 35 uh-huh. children. She shits them out every week. She's got a body, <laughs> a body for. to drop, a body like I've never seen in my life, a body beyond belief. And she's gorgeous. And she's a sweetheart. I love her. She's one of my people. All right. I want to move this back around to SLC Punk. Because now sure. we got SLC Punk 2 coming out, right? Mm-hmm. You, were in, you were a youth in the first one. I guess you're like grown up in the – are they your kids in the second one? No. They're, 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 uh, it's basically a reboot. Um, James wrote the script and wanted to bring a new generation of punks into the scene. And he just filters some of the older punks from the old movie back into it through it. Um, we kind of tie in in different ways, but uh, he's just rebooting, uh, rebooting the, the punk scene for a new generation. I love it. I, yeah. I love it. The first movie was awesome. I'm a huge Matthew Lillard fan. He's um, great. And uh, so the fact that like they, they did the second one, you look terrific in it. Like when we were playing the trailer, I thought, I said, Ryan was like, I he said, looks like he's like no, 25 no, years No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said, oh, my God. How old was he there? He, he was a kid. Jimmy said, no, that's now. I said, who's his makeup man and lighting and camera person? You look like a, like a 25-year-old kid. I couldn't get over it. I want to ask something, and this is very dear to me and very personal to me. Are you married? Yeah, I am. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have a, That's all? Yeah, no, no I, I've, I've, been with the same, uh, I've been with the same girl for, for almost 13 years now. We've been married for uh, two. We have a, uh, we're married for three. We have a wonderful little boy. We have a little girl on the way. Um, so congratulations. No, I have a beautiful daughter who uh-huh. was second runner-up in Miss America. She's a green-eyed blonde who looks like uh, Grace Kelly. She's gorgeous. She's wonderful. She's the number one table designer. She works with Michael Aram, and she's an old maid. I can't unload this bitch on anybody. I mean, really. And <laughs> Every she, hot guy who we have no, on the no, show. No, no, like- no. I won't tell you who she went out with, but she went out with a very famous movie actor, and he played her dirty because in Miami he was screwing some models, and my daughter's turned off and said, no more guys like that. I want a regular guy. But my daughter doesn't realize that she's not a regular girl. She's, she's Lara Spence's best friend. They run around together, you know, Good Morning America. I mean, Leslie is an exceptional woman. She's fab. Do you have a friendly we could fix her up with? So if I wasn't married, you were going to try to, to, to set something up with... Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's nice is she's Italian. She cooks. She's homebody. She's not a putana. She doesn't run around. Ooh. She... Drug. Italian girls have got a little bit of attitude, though. I grew up in a predominantly Italian neighborhood, and, and those Italian girls, they're feisty. <laughs> they're feisty girls. Get older, though. No, 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 older, no, no. I must, t- I must tell you, my daughter is almost a platinum blonde naturally with green eyes. Her mother was Dutch, and her mm-hmm. mother was Hendrika, the model, the cover girl model of the 1960s. So her mother was her mother was beautiful. She looked like the movie star Verna Lisi. Leslie has my looks with her mother's combination. But Leslie's personality, if you knew her, 
You go to the house. She cooks for you. She offers you food. She sits down. She's a regular girl. No attitude because I'd knock the shit out of her if she had an attitude ever. Congratulations on your marriage and your Yes, and, and your, your coming children. baby. You know it's Thank a girl. You. How come you know it's a girl? Uh, we, we found out it was a girl like, I don't know, month three, month four. We, we just want to know. I hate the world today. Why? Because years ago, we didn't know what it was in the surprise. I, couldn't wait. It was wonderful. I needed, I needed the prep time to, for a girl. I needed to get ready for a girl. I need I, to learn that whole... Son, though, to protect the daughter, yeah, well, so that's going to be a really Well, cool my thing. condolences to your last statement, because you have no idea what you're getting into. <laughs> oh, no. I know that it's, it's going to be easy until she gets to the age of 12 and 13, and then, and then, then I enter into a crazy world. I have two daughters. I have uh-huh. Deidre, who's an actress, who does our show once in a while. She's a gorgeous redhead with blue eyes, another old maid. Uh, girls today don't want to get married for some reason. They just like their lives as career women. They go to dinner with friends. They date important men. They go away with these men for weekends, and then they go out with, you know, it's a whole different world. Not too many women want to get married, have kids, get fat, sit in the house, and cook and clean. That sort of is like looked down upon now, which is mm-hmm. terrible. How did you meet your wife? Uh, she was in uh, – when I had taken my break, uh, I went back to Vancouver, Canada, where I'm from. She was in the film business just there and we, we met kind of uh, – we met at a uh, uh, kind of a party thing and then we met again somewhere else and um, we started hanging out and, and ended up just being together. And then she was with me uh, – she was with me when I decided to, to get back into film and uh, – She's Canadian. Supported me. That's super Is she cool. French-Canadian? No, she's uh, she's a mix of everything. She's half Russian and half of uh, her mother's side is is all mix of all sorts of things. Smoking hot, right? You know, I I love that. She's smoking hot. Yeah, I believe she'd be. My most favorite place in Canada, and you will agree with me, the most beautiful place in the world is Banff. Yeah. Have you ever been to Banff? I have been to Banff. I have. So I've never seen any place as gorgeous, not even Switzerland. It is. Have you been to Montreal? Absolutely, many times. Many. Oh my goodness, that city is off the chain. That's a that's a I mean, great town. Uh, the gay bars are fabulous. In my younger years, we used to drive up uh, to Quebec, Montreal. I went to a little town called La, Fiz- La Filets de Saint Michel. Right. And I thought I was a big shot speaking French. And when it was with all these people, straight people, business people, and I decided to order the plate of food that I wanted, and I said le plat. And everybody at the table started to laugh. And I said, why are you laughing? They said, well, in French, plot is a woman's vagina. And I didn't know that. That's a slang, la plot. So I was ordering plot, a gay man ordering plot. That doesn't work. (laughs) But anyway. All right, hang on. (laughs) Got a a ton of things. They want to know some stuff. First of all, SLC Punk, is it it got a limited theatrical release? How's it coming out? Okay. It was uh, it was supposed to be um, it was supposed to be video on demand kind of thing at the, at the beginning, but um, they screened it and it was liked, and so they're going to do a small theatrical, see where it goes there, um, and then in a few weeks it'll go to video on demand and, and Amazon and all the the way it works nowadays. Uh, you know uh, these films they they go they go to one of these platforms, um, but it's going to be uh, it's in a bunch of cities um, playing for a little while, and so yeah. Are you you've got are you, life on the line. When is life? Do you know when they're going to release that yet or no? I don't know when they're going to release it. I, I'm. I would guess uh, early fall. I would okay. guess um, that's going to be a little bigger of a release. I yes. want to ask you another question. I really shouldn't ask you this on the air because it's not a fair question. Jimmy also produces. We have several movies in the works right now that are being funded. One right, is right. 
I can't get the title, but one is going to be shot in Atlanta in a couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. then there's another one. The one that I'm talking about is the one we discussed last night. I think he would be very good for the part. Uh, there's a part that you may be very interested in. It would be second to the, or actually the, the good doesn't guy. doesn't matter. I can't discuss it. Yeah, I can't. You you can't would be, you, you, well, you would be the good guy. <laughs> no, I want to ask him a question. It's not a, it's not an indie, it's not a hundred buck a day film. Right. So it's paid. But would you work for a little less than you normally do for the value of the film and our friendship? Yeah. <laughs> You do that. You do that a lot in the film business. You, you, um, this like script. Life on the line was a, was a, you knew the budget on life of the line was, was, you know, big. So it's a payday and you get paid there. You, you know, the producers can't cry poor for that one. Um, but if there's another script that's, that's amazing material with amazing people attached, um, and you want to do it for the, for the art, for the, for the love of film, then yeah, you take a hit. Um, so the more I get to know you, the more I see you as the character. I, I think, well, we may get that script off to you. He's got to talk to his partners uh, because they're casting now. Wait, no, we're not casting. Yet. I thought you were casting. I have, no. I'm in the movie also, by I the way. I, I, I don't like to cast before I have got the money. <laughs> but the money's no on. Money? Money's coming. The but, money's but coming. I don't it's actually it's like because you know, like we have a yeah, one cool thing about the show is like I do get a lot of opportunities that come to me, and a lot of times I will pass them on because people know I know a lot of people because they've been on the show. So like sure. a lot of. There are opportunities that can come on. They're not always my opportunity. Just people come to me. And, and so one day you might get an email and I might say, hey, this dude contacted me and he's interested in you in a movie. Can I give him your email? Because I would never give him any information about you. No, but you can give us your it. agent. We'll send your agent. Yeah, we'll send it we'll to your agent. Your agent. Yeah, I, I, got, I, I love reading scripts. I love reading scripts and, and seeing what's up. I don't like scripts of today. They all stink because they don't know how. You know, in my day, there was a beginning and a middle and an end to a story. Today, mm -hmm. it doesn't exist. This script... I read it the first time, and I thought, hmm. Then I read it a second time, and I thought, hmm. Then I read it a third time, and I thought, oh, yes, this is going to make a fine movie. Do you ever do that with a script? you have to read it a few times to really get it? Do you no, know I, I, I kind of get a feel the first time I read it, whether – you know, I might understand it a little bit better the second time. But I, if, something, if something makes me sit on a, on a couch for, for an hour, an hour and a half, and read it, like, just keep going – Instead of putting it down or, or thinking about other things, if I could just read it right through and, and it catches my attention, then I, then I know there's something special to it. Well, I learned a lesson years ago. That's why I read everything three times. I was offered uh, some stock in a, a Broadway musical they were bringing from somewhere. It was called Cats. Mm -hmm. And I thought, who the hell's going to go to a theater and see stupid people dressed up like cats meowing? It's this is a long time ago, by the long way. Long time ago. <laughs> this is when Cats was still a little crappy you know, project. And I said to the people I was involved with at the time, I said, I'm not going to put any money. They wanted 10,000, I think, whatever, 20,000, a lot of money back then. I said, it's too much money. A stupid play like musical cats. No, I'm not interested. Well, hello. That's cats. The Broadway musical that went yeah. on forever and made zillions of trillions of dollars. So and now you're coming back. You're yes. stu stupid me. So All you right. have to remember, you can't just go by your first, whatever you That's could true. be. You could be in a bad mood. You could be hungry. You could be romantic. You know, your mindset is different. If you read it three, di three different days, you'll get three different scripts. Mm -hmm. I learned that. I learned that from, from uh, not Lauren Bacall. Who did I learn that from? I don't know. But Somebody, let's go, one let's, of those old bags. Get, I want to get the conversation to some fan stuff real quick. He's got go, go. I talked right. enough. Let him yes. go. Go, uh, go. All right, so you got all these films that you've been. First of all, do you have a film? Do you have a body of work that what is like one of your more favorites out of all of them? Or like maybe your top three favorite out of everything that you've been in? 
<clears throat> I, I like uh, I definitely like SLC Punk. Um, I, I like Idle Hands and and uh, Hands is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I really I really enjoyed shooting it. The cast was amazing. We had such a great time. It unfortunately didn't make a lot in the box office. Um, Columbine happened the same the same week and. Um, Right. Anyways, that, there's that one, and, and I really enjoyed doing the uh, Eminem video. I really uh, I, working with Dr. Dre was was uh, was a great experience. Okay, so here's my thing, uh, and and don't say anything because like Ron not, doesn't really like rap, so he's never seen the I video. Dis- I, I despise rap. Uh, I'm a huge Eminem fan. I've I seen him in concert rap. like four times, and and I have to be honest, like I didn't even know that that was you in the Eminem video. I don't know why I didn't know it was you until. Uh, until I started researching you for this uh, interview, and I was like, "Oh my god, I had no idea you, you were Stan in the Stan." Yeah. One of the greatest Eminem I, songs. I never I think. saw that commercial. Eminem's Candy. No, Eminem the rapper, the Who? white rapper guy. Never mind. That's why he doesn't know anything about it. Okay, so so you got to work with Dr. Dre first of all. So that was a great experience being in that video and being. Everybody knows you from from that, right? Like, because everybody would know you from that. Then when they see you walking down the street, do people like go by and say, "Hey, there's Stan." No, no, not necessarily. When it, when it first came out, a little bit more, but and not anymore. No, I'll have, but, to, show but, I'll have to show that to Ron. No, yeah, no. It's, overall, it's the, the experience of it was just was was just pretty amazing. I, I now, what, what were you doing in a rap? You're not a rap personality. He was the star of the video. I don't understand that. What are you talking about? You, you got to watch. You know, you might like this song. It's 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 a little different than the than the than the usual hip hop song. It's it's more of a story. It's about an obsessed fan that um that, uh, story. You're acting out a story in this musical. I'm writing him a letter uh, as an obsessed fan, and and I take it way too personal when he's not writing me back. And. Oh. Uh, by the end of it, I, I kind of go off the edge and, and throw my wife into a trunk and drive off a bridge and whatnot. So oh, it's uh, this. no, 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 this is not for <laughs> it's me. Fan, it, it's one of the to me. I'm I one think, of these anti-violent okay, people. Okay, but anyway, no, no, I don't care. Uh, I think it's one of the best Eminem songs out of like all of his. I have all his albums. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, you work with Dr. Dre. So did you see Straight Outta Compton? I did. I loved it. Um, the guy who plays DJ Yellow uh, is a good friend of mine, and he's been on the show like ten times. And I thought that movie was. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I got. I had goosebumps all the, like the whole movie. It was. I had goosebumps. It was. You know, whenever they introduced a new character out of out of nowhere, like the Snoop Dogg introduction or or whoever it was, it was just. Uh, it was really. It was kind of cool. It was magical. But Devin, why is it all the rap music is like terrible to women? Like I was saying last week, I was it's in my. I was in my car when I lived in L.A. for years. I was in my top down in my car in LA and a guy pulled up next to me and I hear this thing I'm gonna get you I'm gonna cut you bitch I'm a shit I'm gonna kill you woman I'm gonna kill you bitch I'm gonna get yeah. you and I thought what the hell is this this is my day was Johnny Mathis stand there just a moment darling <laughs> let me catch my breath now it's stand there just a moment darling while I cut you to pieces there's, so, a, there's some of that but there's there's a lot of you know a lot of the 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 um why? The Jay Z, the, the the Tupacs, the Biggies, the they, they don't really get into that kind of kind of stuff. I, I don't think he's stereotyping it because he doesn't listen to no, any no, no. Of it, I've so listened to know. a lot of rap, and it's always about beating your no, it's ass. It's not always. It's always about I'm gonna give it to you in the ass or beat no, your ass or not. something. It's disgusting. I've do heard. You listen, do you listen to rap? I do. I, I I listen to a lot of it. I don't listen to a lot of the new stuff, but I listen to a lot of uh, a lot of the older stuff. A lot of the. Uh, the old mainstream stuff, the the Mob Deeps, the the Tupacs, the Biggies, the all that stuff. I, um, I'm a 
game. I don't really like any how new you, stuff, but how, I like the. I also like the commons and the people like that that do kind of like the. I love that uh, exactly. Commons is a great example of right. uh, or the roots. You know, these how, guys that would never. They're they're very respectable and and uh, they just uh, they just rap about all sorts of different things. You know, whatever's yeah. whatever's going on in the world. You feel about a romantic ballad with beautiful love words and and making women feel special. Listen, man, I got on my CD shelf. There's plenty of Sinatra. There's, 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 I mean, hope. there's a lot of, a lot of that stuff. Do you yeah. like Johnny Mathis? He's in love with, he loves well, Johnny, Johnny Mathis. Ma- I know Johnny. I, he's the greatest singer in the world and he's coming on our show this spring and I cannot wait. Uh, John, you know, I asked him if he knows who Johnny Mathis is. Of course do you know who does. Johnny Mathis is? I, I, I know the name. I, I don't, I, I mean, I would know the songs, I'm sure, if he started singing them. Wonderful, wonderful, oh, so wonderful, my love. Yeah. The world so, is okay, full so of wonders. who are some of your, for, for fans, who are some of your, like, favorite, do you have, like, modern bands that you like a lot now? You know who I started, you know who I just picked up and started, because uh, I saw the I saw the documentary, and, and I and I decided to go, I saw the Amy Winehouse doc, documentary, and I decided to go to the, uh, to one of the last CD stores in uh, L.A., which is called Amoeba, um, and, and I asked one of the guys working there, and he pointed me to her jazz collection her, her her jazzy stuff and man that girl was was talented um and i so i've been listening to a lot of that lately um and then uh, i mean I, I listen to a lot i listen to all sorts of different things i like a lot of like female like pop brocky stuff that's out now like jess glenn is really good and i like lady Jesse gaga J. oh he likes lady gaga i think she's made a <laughs> tremendous transformation from hanging meat on herself to singing at the uh, football game. I think she's really uh, transcending, and she's going to be... Now she's an American horse actually, she won a Golden Globe. Actually, I have a scoop. Big scoop, everybody. Uh, Barbara Streisand is doing... Um, Jesus Christ, Ron. Don't seconds. Look. No, my favorite musical, my favorite Gypsy, 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 Gypsy. And possibly Gaga's playing uh, the Natalie Wood part. Wow. Gaga might be, may be playing Gypsy. So which I think, on stage? No, film. The film. film version of it and barbara streisand said she wants to do it as it originally was written where it was a jewish character because see rosalie was jewish as was her sister june haver they were jewish girls so barbara can run with all her jewish stuff you know which is fabulous we love her when she's ethnic two more two more fan questions so if you could do if you could have been any character in in, from any movie that's ever been made that uh, besides one that you already were who would you have wanted to be like what role would you like to have played um I think a lot of the old, uh, the earlier movies. I, 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 I agree that, that we had that the stories were so much better. You know, back in the late seventies, early eighties, into the nineties, I would have, I would have taken a part on something like a Goodfellas or, a, or you know, Rain Man or, or any of those, any of those acting pieces. When it, uh, the Scent of a Woman, the, the, you know, the Pacinos, the De Niro parts, they, they don't write those anymore. Now it's just these big event movies, these big Marvel superhero shows. Blow it up! Explode it! Yeah, it's just all explosions and the camera moves too quick and, and it's not about the story. It's about the digital effects. Um, I would take a part in something that, that came out back in that era, you know, the Kubrick stuff, the, the Coppola stuff. You know what movie I'd like to see the remake with you in it? Sweet Bird of Youth. I've never I even heard saw of that. that. would be so cool. Cool Man Luke. That's the part I'd do. Full. No, but <laughs> Paul Newman played in Sweet Bird of Youth. and you He could, was Cool Hand Luke too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and you no. could... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, sure. Because you're on a Paul Newman type. You remind me a little bit of Paul Newman. Okay. F- so Feature-wise. The other, the other fan question is, if you could act with any actor that you've never acted with, who's like the person? Do a, a male and a female of who you would really like to, uh, to work with. Male, Ron Russell, of course. 
Um, <laughs> Jack Nicholson is someone that I always I, I I've wanted to work with since I was uh, a young a young actor. Um, I, I hope that uh, I don't miss that boat. I hope that uh, you know I know he does less and less nowadays. Um, uh, Meg Ryan is somebody that that I was a huge fan of as a teenager. Um, uh, when a man loves a woman, uh, all her stuff. You know, she she used to be great. I, I would love to work with her one day. Sharon Stone, that was a bucket list. That was one of. I mean, okay. Sharon Stone in Casino was off the hook, and it's somebody I always wanted to work with, and I did, and it and it, and it uh, melted my heart. You, you might be able to work with Meg. Meg had millions of dollars. I want to meet her one day to say to her, "What did you do with all that money?" She's flat broke, busted, poor. I mean, Meg she's Ryan. Back, Meg Ryan is busted. So she's she was, coming back. She was worth millions, millions. Yeah. So now she's looking for work, and she's coming back. So you may have a good she opportunity was to work on her. As the World Turns. When I was a kid, that's the soap opera my mom watched. So I was. But, but how, do you, how did how did these stars? Burt Reynolds, who I know for years, for years and years, and I knew Burt Reynolds when he was the big star of stars. And Bert had everything. They used to give him transams for nothing. Uh, his business manager, Lee Winkler, was my very best friend of Global. That's how I got to know Bert. And Bert was worth millions and millions of dollars, not to mention the perks he got no matter where he went. If he went to a restaurant, they said, please come back again. That You'll never get a check. If he flew an airline and took a picture in okay, front of the airplane, well, I'm telling him what these people had. So they never really spent their money. Burt Reynolds today, which we're going to see him now when we go to Florida. I'm going to interview him. I hope he does the interview. Is broke. Mm. You tell me how Burt Reynolds got broke. He never paid for a damn thing. Everything was a perk. His clothing, anything. He, they, like they told Sharon Stone, we'll give you the Rolls Royce for free if you're photographed four times in it. Yeah, you know the thing. I, I can't. I can't say anything about those particular actors. But I've seen. I've worked with actors um, that. Did they just live this lifestyle? And it's got to be. I mean, they're they're constantly flying places. They're constantly on private jets. They're constantly going on vacation. They're constantly. They got a new wardrobe. Every time they walk out of the house, they're in in completely new stuff. I mean, it's got to all. It's got to all add up. And then you got the agent fees and the publicist fees and the lawyer fees and and you got multiple mortgages because you need multiple houses and. No, but I'm talking about not one or two million. I'm talking 20, 30, 40 million. I mean, a lot of money, tons of and in look back. At that, look at MC Hammer. He made $130 and million dollars in busted. one year, and he blew all $130 million. In like I mean, how, would you do that? <laughs> if you had $130 million in one year, would you do that? No, I'm, I'm way too conservative with my money. My parents taught me all about saving. It all, all my childhood money, I, I didn't spend a penny of it. It all went into real estate. I have it all still. Um, I, 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 I'm very conservative with my money. Well, I'm really happy that you're like grounded. Your fans can see how grounded you are. That that everybody loves them. Um, we have to like wrap this thing well, up. Well, not so. real. Let's let him stay on a long. No, we have to wrap it up. We're over already. We did huh? two We're hours. Way over. No, but like I told let him. Me, 20, let me say something. Twenty five minutes. Oh, it's okay. he, he does. He's enjoying himself. <laughs> this is not an interview. These are three buddies talking. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. You got to come back because you're a damn good interview. And Thank you're. You. Guy, you're a regular Joe. You're down to earth. You're somebody that if I saw you in the street, you wouldn't say, "Excuse me, I don't know you." Um, you're a regular guy, and I want your fans to know that that you're approachable and that you're real, and that shows in your work. Because if you're a phony, your work's going to be phony because uh, you don't know how to tap into who you really are. Actually, too, though, tell everybody you got because you got on your IMDb at least. There's an upcoming movie called Animal Kingdom. Is that come? Has that already been shot? 
That's a that's a TV show already been shot. I I have a uh, just a reoccurring. It, it, it's a John Wells project, and I don't know if you know who John Wells is, but he's the you know he's he's the guy behind uh, ER and West Wing and uh, all these brilliant brilliant TV shows. And um, so I uh, there was an opportunity to take a smaller role on that show and just reoccur through the season, hopefully. Um, and I jumped on it, and so. It's apparently the pilot's phenomenal, um, and uh, it's coming to uh, it's coming to TV soon. And uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be popping up on that a lot. Also, we should tell everybody that you're on Twitter, and your Twitter is at Devon Esawa. So it's yep. D E O N the letter E S A W A. You guys follow him on Twitter. Do you have Please. like Facebook uh, fan pages or anything else you need? No, to that's it. Just Twitter. I, I didn't. I, you know, I tried getting Instagram for a while. It didn't work. Facebook. No, I just. Uh, Twitter's easy to uh, to filter out the weirdos. I guess. No, well, you're right. And there are plenty. Do you know yeah. John Barrowman? Uh, that, I I I know that name from somewhere. He plays the Dark Archer. Uh, on, he, he was uh, on our show a couple of weeks ago, and. You remind me of him Dark as far Archer. as what being personality. Nice, on Arrow, nice yeah, he's, he's the Dark Archer on Arrow, but he was also okay. uh, Doctor Who and Torchwood. He was just like Captain Jack Harkness. He's the coolest guy ever. Oh, and the name is very familiar. I'm sure he works like a beast. He's like the American heartthrob. Everybody yeah. went. No, we got we got over 10 million views, right? How many views did we get? Seven million. Seven million views on that show. Wow, so wow. anyway, you, you remind me of him, and he's a regular Joe, and we became friends on, on the show, and they live in Palm Springs, and Jim and I are moving to Palm Springs this summer, so we're going to sort of hang out with uh, We're going to contact you in there because we're going to have a studio. We would love to sit with you in a studio and my, actually- My, my, par- my, my uh, father and mother-in-law have a, uh, have a condo in, in uh, Palm Desert, okay. so, which is That's next door to Palm Springs. We're going to do a show- because we're going to be in studio again. I can't live like this. This is bullshit. This is Skype prep. I want to be. He doesn't like it either. He sent me an email. Skype sucks. No, no. I, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> this is the first and last time I use Skype, fellas. <laughs> oh, no. When I when I did my show, set the record straight. I was in studio, and uh, I want to do our show again in studio. But I think we're going to title the show, um, "Hot, Hot, Hot," there and we we're going to invite. Five of the hottest men on that we've had, and you're going to be one of them. And John Barrowman, and of course, what's his name? Who from that wonderful, the older guy with the gray hair, fabulous actor, handsome as all hell in his fifties or sixties. John Lindstrom. The one that John Lindstrom. You know John Lindstrom? I know the name. I'm story. We're going to have him on. We're going to have five of the hottest men in the world on that show. There we go. We'll do just a hot, hot men show and like yeah, have them all on and, on and one then, show. And It'll then I'm cool. going to ask you all that same question. How does it feel when you walk in a room? Do you realize that everybody wants to tear your pants off? <laughs> you know what? It's and really- are looking at your bulge. Well, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm 137 years old. and You don't even- look a day over 90. Thank you. <laughs> even at my age, I get cruised. And I think it's just people, I don't know, even at my age, Jimmy tells you I, I get hit on a lot. Uh, I, I guess I must look easy. <laughs> I don't know. But Jimmy says I get hit on a lot. If Sometimes I'm not even we aware of places it. And there'll, there'll be men and women both, and they will literally walk in front of me, like step in between the two of us with their back to me to talk to him when we go out, when he dresses all up and we go out. And it's like unbelievable. But, you, you know, I don't out. think of it as a sexual thing. I think of it as they may recognize me from no. either show or they just whatever. How do you feel about that when people stop you to talk to you? Does your wife get upset? Oh, she's smoking hot, so she probably gets a more no, attention. No, it doesn't matter. I'm, no, no. Jealousy's jealousy. I don't like it if people talk to you either. <laughs> you but, know what? We, 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 stay, we stay out here in, in uh, Calabasas in our own little world. I, I know Calabasas well. Yeah. 
we, it's just a, just our own little world. We don't we don't really go out um, to places that we would be uh, bothered that much. I, we just like to keep to ourselves. Um, but when it does happen, it, you know, it's flattering, and, and no one's. I, I've had the good fortune of of not being. <clears throat> excuse me. No one's no one's treated uh, treated us rudely or anything. So. Oh, I don't no, know. But like, if some gorgeous girl with great legs and mini skirt, gigantic boobs, platinum blonde, sexy tomato, walks up to you and puts her back to your wife and starts gabbing with you, does your wife pull her hair and smack her? My wife might say something. My, <laughs> wife, my like, wife might say something. Like, like, like I do. Like whore bitch, get away from my husband. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Luckily, that doesn't happen. All right, so we're going to let him go. First of all, everybody, follow Devin on Twitter. It's at Devin Esawa. Make sure you go see SLC Punk 2 uh, when it comes out this weekend, if it's in your city. Also, Life on the Line will be coming out later this year. We want to wish you the best with it. We want to thank you for being a great sport and coming great on the TV sport. Star Show. You're awesome. Guys, and and we will, so much fun. Thank and you so much. And we will be doing things together in the oh, future. I'm sorry. Yes. And congratulations on the new baby that's coming. And, thank you. And your family. And just say hello to everybody from us. And thanks so much. Right. And have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Alrighty. Take care, Devin. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, Bye. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. Terrific person. See, not everybody in Hollywood is a, is a dog. I got to love it. Chad, what'd you what think? A cool nice... guy, right? Every guest you have is cool. Yeah, That's but true. you know, but they get some, some, some are okay, but there are specials. This guy I really like a lot. I feel like he's a friend. He's humble. Yeah, you guys, not, he's even, not even so humble. Cool he's movies. just nice. And you know what? When you work as an actor, that niceness comes through in your performance. There's no question about it. True. I, I find that the people that I like in person, I know, you know, I know a lot of celebrities. And the ones that I like in person, I like on the screen. And sometimes if I don't like them on the screen and when I meet them, I don't like them in person. There's something that is missing when they're not nice. And it shows with the camera. You can't lie to a camera. You guys should see him, though. He's in that TV show, Nikita, with Xander Berkeley. He's also in that show. He's one of the main principal He's a people. working actor. He's working. Um, he's worked ever since he was 11, except for the time he took a break. I wanted, I wanted to ask him if he did the stunts in, in Extreme Ops. But, you guys, he's been in so many great movies. Everybody check out Final okay. Destination. It's awesome. As promised, do not, I repeat, do not waste your money and do not waste your shoe leather. Going to the movies to see Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar sucks. The worst piece of crap I have ever seen in my life. It was even worse than the movie I was in, and that's pretty bad. George Clooney looked like a painted old queen. It was stupid. The plot was stupid. The movie was stupid. The story was nothing. It is. A, I was. I was spinning, and I looked so forward to seeing it. I was disappointed. After like the first ten minutes, Ron was like, "This movie is." He was it like, was already dreadful. Like, and if you don't believe me, go see it, and then you'll agree with me, and you're out 14 bucks. What do I it care? It was really bad. But after we saw Hail Caesar, we went and saw Star Wars, and Star Wars was awesome. I, I, I went to sleep it. because it's not my kind of thing, so I curled up in the seat and went to sleep. Then the next time we went to the movies, we went to see The Fifth Wave, which is a really good film for a sci-fi. Excellent, well done. Stars Chloe acted, Grace Moretz. Who is a beautiful girl. The film was really enjoyable. Do go see that. What else? Did we, uh, we also saw Dirty Grandpa, which is incredibly crass, um, but it was crass. good. Like what? Like on our show, we could call that crass. I mean, please, in, in a dirty language. Look at what, look at what he's showing everybody. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that croaker? <laughs> I'm gonna croaker. <laughs> Get that off! Don't you dare show that film, Chad. I'll kill you. You don't like that one. 
Well, no. just show my performance. It was decent. go see, go see, Dirty Grandpa, everybody. It's very crass, but it was very, right. very, very but, funny. But what I loved, what Hollywood is doing now is Hollywood is putting old actors with young actors, and they're writing stories to bring them together, so we can get rid of the ageist mentality of people who don't like old. I think it's wonderful now that. Old great stars are working with young great stars, and Robert De Niro has now made two films doing that. And I commend him. Yeah, the internship. And I, uh, internship in this one, and I really say, Bob, thank you. You're wonderful. Absolutely. And then you guys, if for people, especially people like Lady Lake and 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 big music fans, anybody who's a big music fan, Irish Ginger, you guys, there's a great movie. It's called Begin Again. Ron didn't see it. I watched it. And uh, it's, a, it's about a singer, a songwriter, and it stars Kira Knightley, Mark Ruffalo, Adam Levine, and James Corden, the talk show host guy. I love the and, cast. Uh, it's really, really, it was a really good movie. Why am I not movie. seeing it? Because um, it's not on Netflix. I just, uh, I just like, watch I love it. that cast. It's a, it's a cool movie about a girl. I'm crazy about, what's his name? Uh, Ruffalo. It's a good movie. Mark Ruffalo is kind of drunk in it through the whole thing. I love him. I don't character. care what he plays. He's a fabulous and Adam actor. Levine from Maroon 5 and The Voice, you guys, believe it or not, is a pretty good uh, is And, and who was the girl part? Actor, Kira Knightley. I love Kira Knightley. Good, what good what a good cast. Yeah, it's a good good cast. So what we're going to do, you guys, we're going to take a quick music break. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. How about if we do um, uh, the Adria Simone song, Nothing Comes Easy? We can do anything you want. Right, Meanwhile, so we know what Chad. Wait, wait, by wait, a... wait, before we do, we never talk to Chad anymore. <laughs> Chad, what did you eat today? What did I eat today? In fact, I didn't really bring anything. I just brought liquids and some chips and cashews. Now, how do you feel about this thing that everybody's doing, what? which is the uh, what is it called? Where they put the antibiotics back in you? My daughter's doing it. Leslie's doing it. What know. is it called when you build yourself up with vitamins? It's a new thing they're doing. I don't know. Oh, it's what the hell is it called? I can't think of it. Building up your immune system is what you're getting at. Yeah, but you know what I'm ca- talking about. Probiotics? Probiotics. Probiotics. Yeah, they're okay. You'll find that in like some yogurts and uh, they got some probiotic drinks. I just say eat the right foods. Eat raw pretty much. I, don't, I say don't go for gimmicks. And if it has a commercial, you shouldn't be using it anyway. Oh, wait a second. Do you think it really is important and it works? I think that, yes, uh, the right type of foods will improve your uh, immunity to viruses and bacterias and stuff like that. So, yeah, the better you keep your immune system, you know, the more protected you are from that crap. And what do you think about this gluten-free crap? Cheerios now. The only reason why we have a problem with gluten probably is because over the years, mankind has engineered the the seed and the crop to uh, produce more gluten. So I think it's just an overload of gluten. But... Everything in moderation. Try not to eat the same thing every day because if you do that, your body will start becoming allergic to that. Wow, because Cheerios now is gluten-free and they taste like styrofoam. Supposedly Cheerios are supposed to be GMO-free too. I don't know if they label it, but uh, they made a big fuss about it like a year ago. Styrofoam, there's no taste anymore. It tastes tastes like like cardboard. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. I want to play this song for everybody. Let's rock it. So the name of this song, you guys, it's by Adria Simone. And the name of the song is Nothing Comes Easy. She's a Canadian singer. The single comes out February 23rd. It's a really cool song. There's no video, so you'll just see us sitting here. Enjoy it. And uh, here it goes, everybody. Nothing Comes Easy by Adria Simone. Wake up, Ron.
Nothing Comes Easy. It's available February 23rd. Uh, we want to welcome Goddess to the chat room because she came Goddess. on earlier when uh, we already uh, were g- going with our guest. But hello, Goddess. Hope everything is well with you. And Ron's teeth are terrific because she said she hopes Ron's teeth. She missed that part when you were telling oh, me. Oh, I'll show you my teeth. teeth again. Meanwhile, that song was rock and roll, my friend. Goddess, look at my new screw-ins. <laughs> my new screw-ins. Aren't they nice? Millions of dollars to get your teeth screwed in, imagine. But never do I need to go to a dentist with about seven teeth. There you go. So, you guys, I want to do, because since we talked a lot already for this show, I got one other song I want everybody to hear. It's a brand new song. It's also coming out February 23rd. It's by a U.K. brand called The Landed. It's a really great rock song. Uh, The name of the song is All This Love. Chad, we got that? You know it. All right, everybody. So here's The Landed, All This Love. Go run, go run. Since when did everyone wanna shout about love? Another invitation, get your picture taken. Maybe I can feel it too. Who would I share? Little too 
it, all this love. And all you guys who want to dance with Ron, they all want to dance with you. I want to dance with everybody, too. There you go. Did you know that when I was really young, I wanted to be a chorus boy, which is a dancer. And I, and I dreamed about dancing in MGM films. So I took a couple of lessons, you know, dance, progressive jazz at the time. And then they told me I was too tall to be a chorus boy because I would be taller than all the little fairy girl boys that are there. You know, those little queens, those size five girls, oh, vicious little bitches that they were. <clears throat> they all used to tell me, oh, you sound tall. I'd smack those queens. <laughs> anyway. So let's do some- Wait, didn't finish the oh, story. Okay. okay. Suddenly, a guy comes along whose nom- his, nom- his name is Tommy Toon. And he's six foot seven. And he's a chorus boy. Boy, did I miss out. That's the end of the story. What do you want? I don't know. Naked? Do you want me like, to get what naked? What that makes sense? Like, well, Tommy Toon is like six foot seven. And he, they, they, he wasn't too tall to be a chorus boy, but I was. Tommy Toon. Maybe he could dance. No, I could dance. <laughs> don't get evil, bitch. I will have to bitch smack you. Tommy Toon came out 10 years after I did. So I was 10 years too premature. Okay. What's up, everybody? So first of all, let's do some promotions and, and help uh, with some people. You guys uh, follow some of these cool people uh, on Twitter, you guys. Since everybody's on Twitter. Ron, I'm going to teach Twitter. He's going to be on it. His Twitter is at Ron Russell Show. Follow the Jimmy Star Show on Twitter. I'm at Jimmy Star Show. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. You have um, Cindy Lady Lake on Twitter, and she's at Lady Lake Music. You have Daddy Muir on Twitter. He's at Daddy Muir. You have... Um, Devin Sawa, who was just on the show, at Devin E. Sawa. You can follow at W4CY Radio. How about Deirdre? Do Deirdre. I'm at Deirdre Serego. Um, who else we got? I did, oh, we have Goddess at underscore Goddess 111. Wait, um, hang on. Meanwhile, Goddess, I saw on my p- Facebook page that picture of you and the other girl. You're beautiful. <clears throat> You're really pretty. But get rid of the other girl. Just take pictures of yourself. At Jimmy McCreary, J I M M Y M C C R A R Y for uh, over the news blogspot.com. We've also got um, Irish Ginger, but I don't know what her Twitter It's Irish Ginger O F F I to follow Irish Ginger. And uh, Lady Lake, Lady Lake's partner is Jen, and it's, she's at Lady Lake Jen. So let's follow all these cool people on Twitter. We've been getting all kinds of things to, uh, what do you call it when they, when they do it on Twitter and it, it uh, what's the word? Fuck, what's the See, word? See, he's old. It, I don't know. Go trend. Back. Get everything to trend, you guys on Twitter, and uh, follow Ken Pettigrew. He's at Ken Pettigrew, and uh, thanks, Cindy. Cindy wrote trend in the trend in the chat room. I like just totally had a brain fart. Um, but everybody, get on there. Some other cool Twitter people. You've got um, at Independent Shar, at Twin Radio, um, at Stefan Bell, at Just Underscore Tina. Um, at Medicatur and at Tweetnado Love L U V. Are you done? I'm bored. I don't care if you're bored. Everybody else isn't because they know what we're talking about. I'm talking about totally bored. And Chad, we got to get you on Twitter. Goddess is on there. We got Goddess on there. Let's get you on there. Well, if Goddess is on there, I gotta get on there then. That's I'll help right. you. I'll help you tweet. All right. And, and your handle could be Chad Hunk. <laughs> God, okay. you're so handsome, Chad. You should be an actor. Thanks, sir. Does our audience know how handsome you are? Is there any way of showing your face to people? Hell no. 
Because hell no. Because <laughs> we have a voice without a face. Girls, he's really very, and he's built like a big brick shit house. He's got muscles, big big muscles. He's like Popeye. Not a brick house, but a brick shit house. No, really, you're very <laughs> handsome with an enormous uh, physique. You know, you have one of those weightlifters bodies. Yeah. He's very see. very handsome. Girls, if you saw him in person, you'd all melt. I love Heather. Oh, who's talking about Heather? We're not setting you up with the world. See how men get right away pussy whipped. Just, Tim- in, ca- just in case she's listening. Hi, babe. Tell her to get over it. She knows what she's got. She screws you. So, I mean, she sees you naked. More the she- merrier, Heather. Come on over. You know. <laughs> oh, not the oh no, the not that way. Okay. You got it. No, uh- no. Me- Heather knows what she's got. What do you think? She's stupid. How long is Heather with you? 13. Well, if she's with you 13 years, she must definitely have some kind of a likeness for you. Right. <laughs> some kind of a- I don't know what it is, but she's still here. <laughs> you guys, too, if you guys, if you guys want to follow, follow, uh, follow the radio station on Twitter, it's at W4CY Radio. You can also follow uh, Dean Piper and his show, and that's at Pipe Man Radio. Pipe Man Radio. Oh, no, I'm with Dean anyway. What's his latest uh, uh, carryings on? Uh, he was just handing me notes, telling uh, to pass on to stop saying F U C K so many times. Well, as I said, I I promised my fan I would only say it ten times in a show. Ten times is too many, though. No, but I did it this once for my fan. I, somebody sent me an email saying we missed your your saying fuck F. Oops. Well, just, you say it funny. They said you know you don't offend. It's very comical. And they understood when I wrote back that sometimes a punchline needs the word. Yeah, the I heart profanity bill's getting high over here. No, but seriously, if you uh, abuse the word and use it incorrectly, it could be offensive. But if you say it with humor and it's a it's the button to the joke, it's okay. But they don't really want us to say it. So. Well, I know I heart has a fit, so I'm not going to say Can't, that word it's anymore. It's not just I heart; it's the regulars can't use the word zero times. Well, hey, it's pipe man. How did hey, he get? Man. How did he get back in? <laughs> Somebody let me in. I thought he left for the day. Oh, he's there still. Left for the day. I've been working like twenty six hours a day lately. Listen, <laughs> I use that word because that word makes people relax. Believe it or not, I get weird fans. Yeah, get it also with- gets radio stations shut down. By the way, just oh, saying. But I'm going to send he's you. He's not going to say it anymore. No, I'm not going to say it anymore. But I'm going to send you my email that with these people, these crazy people out there, love it. They feel it makes me natural, real, down to earth. I don't know what you the hell. Say fart instead. No, I don't use that word. That word offends me, but the other one doesn't. <laughs> but I'll try very hard now with my new teeth. I don't want to say anything vulgar. Right. Nothing vulgar should pass these pearly white teeth. There you go. So there you go. You can do vulgar things, just don't say them. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I gotta say a little bit of f is. I'll just say frickin' now, like you do. I'll do frickin'. There you go. There you go. There is that oh it's so freaking bad oh i feel so freaking it's okay ma- if it's gay though because i'm gay. so freaking angry get at him from brooklyn i'm a tough guy what do you think i'm some fairy okay. i'm fairy right <laughs> or you could or you could use the word it's so fagging gay something fag-ing. like that fag-ing. instead of f-u-c-k-n Folk fuking, fuking bad. It's go. a fuke and they say fuking. freaking is good no when i was young we used to use the word fuke did you fuka? But you oh. you might be able to. I'd have to check. You might be able to say fungul because you know <laughs> that's too ethnic. It, it sounds sexier, you know. Doesn't work. You know that when you do stand up like I did for how many friggin' years? Forty two years friggin', or whatever. See, friggin' work. Friggin'. But you know, <laughs> in my day when I started doing stand up, 
you could not curse. The audience would absolutely get up and leave. I mean, it was offensive, horrific. If you said shit or hell, they would have a nervous breakdown. Can't, you can't say uh, S-H-I-T either, by the way. Dang. That's a natural form. That's nature. Uh, yeah, well, Crap. it's not allowed on the radio. Not, now we like, like Obama. You also people. can't describe specifically sexual acts. Oh, please. Oh, I thought we were which that just killed my show. And your show. <laughs> I think I thought we were uncensored and unfiltered. Uh, things have changed, my friend. Since when? Trump's not Since in office. December twenty fourth. Oh wow! I can't breathe. <laughs> you know, this is. I mean, how can I work without saying a couple That's of? All right. couple we only got a minute left. You can go. Get so your I two only have a minute left. So everybody, follow all the different people that we talked about on Twitter. Um, we had a great show today with Good Devin show. Isawa. Please follow at Devin Isawa. Uh, on Twitter also, and everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for tuning in. Lots of great things happening at W4CY and the Jimmy Star Show. Oh, was that the new news you were going to tell Jimmy about? That bullshit about we can't curse or do descriptions? <laughs> I think it's horrible. You can't say the S-H-I-T word. Said it again. Oh, well, censorship is horrible. You can't say censor- You got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> Who can swear here? No, come on. It's, uh, it's Censorship is... What are we, in Russia? Communists? I mean, I Almost. know that... That Sanders is a communist, but do we have to like have him already? He's not even a president. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're working on all, all. Everybody, uh, uh, Chad, we want to thank you for being the greatest engineer ever. My pleasure. Uh, you guys, make sure you tune in to us next week, 3 to 5 p.m. on W4CY, which is the same from 12 to 2 on K4HD Radio. And now LA. that we're the new Christian network, we're going to be hallelujah. And, and Jimmy Starr is the shh. It. It. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to get rid of Jimmy's opening song because they talk about getting LAID. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. You just can't be descriptive. Yeah, you just can't well, be descriptive. Uh, All right, we got to go, everybody. You guys, thank you so much, chat room. Thanks everybody thank for you, turning in, and thank you for listening. And everybody, praise the Lord. <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> to the Christian. Like, what are you talking about, love? I ain't got no guns. <laughs>